Hello and welcome to Wikivoices episode 50. Yes, we've hit the 50 mark here, halfway to 100. I am Darova, your host for the evening, and I'm here from San Diego with Seddon, who's doing technical hosting. Hello there. And Awedowit. Hi, from the state of Indiana in the United States. And hello, Blurpiece. Uh, Blurpiece is joining us in text. Co hello, this, this is Coffee. I'm an OTRS member and an admin. I'm uh, calling from the state of Louisiana at Barksdale Air Force Base. And New York Brad. I'm New York Brad. I'm Brad from New York. I've uh, been editing for about three years, an administrator and uh, an arbitrator on English Wikipedia. And I shouted. Hi, I'm I shadowed from Pennsylvania. Jake Wartenberg. Hello, I'm an uh, administrator on the English Wikipedia, and I'm joining you from frigid Western Massachusetts where it is icy and rainy and cold and dark. Thanks for the description. Julian. Julian Colton. Hey there, I'm Julian Colton. I'm an admin on five Wikimedia projects, including the English Wikipedia. Mitch Zania. Hiya, from the, even though it's freezing, I don't really care, New Jersey. Nuclear Warfare. Hi there, I'm Nuclear Warfare. Private Musings. Hello, I think I'm the, am I the, oh no, Seddon's not from the States. Well, I'm from the state of, well, not from, I'm, it's the state of New South Wales, Australia down here. Hello, everyone, it's a sort of a greyish, rainy Sydney afternoon down here. And the thing that should not be? Hello there. Hi. I'm from the frigid, cold state of Utah. Ouch, ouch, that's quite a bit. Well, here for episode 50, New York Brad has kindly offered to join us to um, discuss something that's a very important and serious matter. It is internet safety, particularly for the under 18 crowd. And w would you like to discuss a little bit of that, Brad? Well, I'm happy to, I'm happy to open. I don't know whether there are any specific aspects that we wanted to discuss, but basically, Basically, there are a number of different ways that one can come at this this question. It's raised with regard to both the internet generally, and it's raised both on Wiki and by some of Wikipedia's critics in terms of Wikipedia specifically. And that's the role that users who are under 18 or under any age that one might uh, one might set have on the site. And I guess the first the first thing you uh, think about addressing in that context is you know, rules of good safety and good practice and common sense that apply to the internet generally. And secondly is how, how those editors interact with Wikipedia. The general admonition that's given to younger people online is to limit the amount of self-identifying information that people give about themselves. And on Wiki, as we all know, uh, the policy is that you can edit uh, totally anonymously, you can disclose a limited amount of information about yourself, you can disclose who you actually are, or you can even go further and have your real name as your username if that's the choice you make. And other than the requirement that people like check users and, ar and arbitrators identify privately to the foundation, there is no requirement that anybody disclose who they are in what we call real life off wiki. Uh, with the very limited exception that you're asked not to, you know, blatantly lie about uh, claiming credentials you don't have. Notwithstanding that, in the past few years, at least some people have urged a movement toward greater openness, greater 
greater uh, transparency in terms of people, you know, indicating who they are, what uh, what credentials they have. Some people think that's a good thing. Some people think that's a bad thing. And that intersects with the general Internet wide admonition that when younger people use the Internet, they should not, for a variety of reasons, reveal too much information about themselves, where they're located, how they can be contacted, their offline lives. Now, an issue, the, the, the further issue that arises when I've discussed this off wiki on, on a critic site is what one means by, you know, underage editors. You know, I have very different feelings in terms of how a, you know, hypothetical 12 or 13 year old editor should be protecting himself or herself versus how, say, a 17 year old editor might want to, you know, might feel feel at liberty to interact with people, you know, notwithstanding that both groups are, quote unquote, underage. So that's sort of an entry level question that one has to address in this type of conversation. If a very young editor you know, reveals too much information about himself or herself, and too much, of course, is the eye, in the eye of the beholder. An administrator will delete the information. We sometimes people even ask that we oversight the information. If if someone we know to be say seventeen chooses to give out, you know, his his location or her location, you know, we probably wouldn't take any action, whether or not people think it's a good idea. So again, that's not a unique to Wiki issue. That's a uh, that's an internet-wide issue in terms of how we caution younger people, how, you know, how they, how much information they want to give out about themselves, and we do have people who don't like who don't like Wikipedia for whatever reason, who sometimes do try to to uh, give our administrators in particular a hard time, and that raises you know in, in the workplace or in school or in their in their on their internet lives, and that raises problems for. You know, people of any age, it raised a problem for me at one point, and I'm 47 by the interest of full disclosure. So certainly it might raise problems for, you know, somebody younger and is still, you know, formulating their Internet presence as they think about applying to colleges, applying for jobs, etc. So it's an area where where people need to be cautious, make informed decisions. Something I've been wondering about as far as this goes, I know we need to protect the ages. Uh, well, I know we need to protect certain people of certain ages on the site. And I mean, I was I was a person who personally never protected any of my identity on the site. It was just pretty much thrown out there. I recently turned eighteen. One of my one of my issues with the protecting uh, or the the I forget exact the exact topic. The the idea of it is how do you find out their age? And should we be going around? Should we be asking these people their ages, should we be asking them to give out personally identifiable information in order to protect their personally identifiable, uh, identifiable inter- uh, information? Sometimes when a person is, you know, younger and they're editing, editing Wikipedia, you know, whether or not they say, hi, I'm X years old, or I go, hi, I go to X high school or X junior high school or X middle school, and you can get an approximate idea of how, how old they are. You know, you don't want to stereotype. We try, we try to treat all editors equally within the bounds of what they have to contribute. But sometimes you can look at, an, at, a, at a user's page and a user's interests and say the odds are that this is someone who is on the younger end of the editing spectrum. Sometimes you can't. There's one well-known underage user who I think, you know, shocked everyone when he revealed that he was, you know, 13 or 14 at the time. And then there are other times when you look at somebody, I'm not talking about people who are 
you know, have maturity issues or maybe shouldn't be editing yet or should be watched closely. I'm talking about people who are perfectly competent editors, sometimes even, you know, outstanding administrators. But you look at what they write about, and how they write, and you say, you know, I bet I can guesstimate how old this person is. So sometimes we do have an idea, sometimes we don't. I don't think anybody is seriously proposing that we take a mandatory census of users by age. And in fact, precisely in order to prevent even the possibility uh, or to prevent the perception that we're encouraging the possibility that we're you know, trying to encourage people to you know, seek out uh, younger groups of editors categories like you know, Wikipedians born in 1996 you know, type of thing were deprecated and removed several years ago. So you're right, it's a, it's a fine line. So the issue that so far has been brought up is the revealing of personal information. Is that what we're trying to protect mm -hmm. underage editors from exactly? Right. Like a typical situation that you'll see is that, you know, someone who's like 12 will come and they'll, you know, they'll edit a few articles and they'll set up a user page and they'll be like, hi, I'm 12. And then you have a pretty big problem, especially if they've enabled email. Because that basically enables anybody on the web to contact them privately. And, you know, administrators on the site will have no idea, you know, if that's going on. And we can remove the page, but there's not really a lot we can do about, about that once the information's out there. We don't know who's seen it. And again, this is, this is an internet problem, not, you know, a Wikipedia-specific a, a Wikipedia problem. But, you know, it is something it is something that's concerning and there have been proposals to address it. Unfortunately, proposals to address it generally start with the proposition that, again, you're asking people mm -hmm. how, how old they are. But I mean, one should bear in mind that, you know, if if somebody has, as, as we all know, but some people who who look at us from outside the site may not know, Wikipedia does not supply an email address. Only the paid employees of the foundation have a, uh, email addresses of, you know, at Wikimedia. So by definition, a child, a teenager who is, has enabled email already has set up an email address and one hopes has been instructed in the appropriate parameters and the appropriate uh, uses of email and if they're young, if they're, you know, young enough is being you know, supervised in that. Jake brings up a good point. There was an incident, I think it uh, came up on uh, fairly recently, where people realized that although administrators have the ability to block outgoing emails, that I don't think right now there's the technical ability to block incoming emails. So if you yeah, had somebody who's yet. very young, if you had somebody who's very young who enables their email and reveals more than they really ought to, so far the, the admin core doesn't have the ability to stop someone from using their Wikipedia page to contact that person directly. And it would be a fairly easy fix to implement technically. And it seems like a good idea to, to give that ability to the admin core for that specific type mm. of situation. I have a, uh, an outstanding request to the developers that would, you know, for that feature and we'll put that in the show notes. And then again, I mean, the question you're going to have are, you know, who decides when that, you know, who decides when to implement that for a given person? Is there an age cutoff? You know, it raises all sorts of subsidiary questions. But the question is, um, and I know this is going to bring up, especially because of RFA, the ageism debate again and again and again. It's a never, 
it sometimes seems like the age of a, of a person on Wikipedia is becoming an issue we're never going to be able to solve because someone's going to bring up one problem after another, after another, we're never going to end. If you set one well, file line, then we're, then we're doing censor stuff, and then it's causing more problems. Well, this is, it, it, it's an interesting spin on the ageism debate because the ageism question on RFA has always been, is, are, are younger administrators good for Wikipedia? And my answer has always been, you know, yes, as long as they use common sense about what they get involved in. But the question was always, are younger administrators good for Wikipedia? Now, problem, now we're reframing the question as, is Wikipedia good for younger administrators? The problem is people also take that and take it too far into too far. You can be an excellent person, work your head off and still be under 18. And you're still going to get your head chewed out RFA because of your age. Well, I don't think that necessarily you're going to get your head chewed out. Well, that's not necessarily true because you can choose not to disclose your age. And if you are mature enough that you can be an administrator, then just let other people assume you're an adult. One possibility is to let people assume you're an adult. Another possibility is to, you know, acknowledge your age or at least your proximate age, but, you know, conduct yourself in a reasonably mature way. Now, the fashions in RFHOs change, you know, one one month uh you know, age-related opposes will be in vogue, and another month they won't. So, to some extent, it's luck. But plenty of plenty of highly qualified, you know, younger people have passed RFA with it being fully known that they're, you know, underage. If with the ARBCOM and check user stuff, where they actually have to identify to the Wikimedia Foundation, if there was some way that the Wikimedia Foundation and only the staff, though, had access to the information because they allow you to actually put it, I mean, to put your birth date in on preferences. I think it would be a little easier so everyone knows what's going, so what's, everyone's going on. But how would that help? I mean, if the only if somebody's up on RFA and the question is asked, what's this person age, you know, person's age, the fact that, you know, Carrie in the office in, in California knows but isn't allowed to tell anybody, you know, I don't think that's going to advance the ball one way or the other. Unfortunately, the thought is you're going to it's going to get down to the point where age is going to basically be the problem 24 seven. Well, if I might say something here, I I think that there's this common misconception that age is the issue. I don't think age is the issue. It's it's clearly maturity. If if you have I can agree with that. You you can have adults who are forty years old and can be as immature as a twelve or thirteen year old. And so the other thing is that it doesn't just extend to protecting those who are under the age of of eighteen or twenty who are immature. It's also a problem that we need to also protect adults. You know, perhaps they have some sort of psychological disorder, which means that they aren't capable of making the same informed decisions that um, any other adult can. And then again, there are obviously people under the age of 18 who can make those informed decisions because they are more mature for their age. So the, the issue is a broader one than one that is simply being controlled by age. It is maturity that is the key issue here. Well, it's certainly that's certainly the key issue when I voted in RFA, or when a lot of people vote in RFA. But the RFA voting poll is not monolithic. There are people, I think, a small minority of people, who say that they would never vote for anybody under than X years of age, whether X is you know 16 or 18 or 21. And since everybody other than you know out and out trolls can 
vote any way he or she pleases on RFA. You know, it depends on who comes out on a given candidacy. I'd like to think of the issue as maturity. But again, I think we're getting off the point of tonight's topic. You know, the question of whether the young administrator is good for Wikipedia is the question that's answered on RFA. But I think the question, if we're talking about Internet, you know, safety and protection for the younger person, the question that's been raised both on Wiki and on some of the critical sites, as I said earlier, is the converse is being a regular editor is being an administrator a good experience for the younger person himself or herself and that in turn raises you know some, some people talk about the, the the possibility of you know being subjected to you know exposure to people you know, problem problematic uh, problematic conduct with adults so i think to a certain degree that it's the parents responsibility to make sure that they're watching over what their child is doing online. Now, the thing is, Wikipedia has Wikipedia does have to own up to some responsibility. But as far as whether or not they're editing Wikipedia or even having an ability to look at it, that's, to me, on the parent. The ability of looking at it, I mean, nowadays, most teenagers, especially the younger ones, you bring up the equation that you're going, you're going to have people looking up articles like... At, Effing Austria, or in this case, parts of intercourse. Well, there's, you know I mean, I mean? There's, I, I, you know, there's so many aspects to this. You've raised still another one. I mean, it, it raises the question of, you know, what responsibility the the older people on Wikipedia have toward, you know, the the younger people. And and I have, you know, when we try to operate from the assumption that once a person has reached a certain level of editing competency, all editors have equal rights. All editors have the right to, you know, do whatever they want on the site, you know, making whatever type of contributions they enjoy, because we all do this ultimately because we enjoy it, and which, you know, benefit Wikipedia. And all administrators have the same rights, and we try not to treat each other in a paternalistic way or order each other around. Now, having said that, one of the things that we select administrators for is good judgment, and good judgment includes the ability to decide what's a particularly what, what's a good place for an editor to be or an administrator to be operating in. I have more than once, for example, when I saw an administrator who I knew happened to be, you know, 15 or 16 or 17 years old on ANI dealing with a, a legal threat situation, dealing with a, a disgruntled editor or a disgruntled BLP subject who I thought was, you know, likely to be, you know, there was a possibility the thing was going to escalate. And the whole experience of being through, uh, of going through, you know, a legal threat situation is very unpleasant and very nasty for an adult. And it's certainly not something that I would want to see anyone underage subjected to. And I have more than once, you know, quietly, you know, written to, and this is an, an area where, you know, the email, the email feature is a good thing, said, you know, I appreciate you're trying to, you, you, because simply because of your age and it's no slur on you whatsoever but you are not the ideal person to be handling this particular problem free administrator could do the younger administrators are entitled to do you know anything the adult administrators are entitled to do but one has to pick one spots if, if um, i might just interrupt a, for a moment sure i think i have a, a slightly different perspective on this question if is wikipedia good for young editors because you seem to be approaching it a lot from the administrative perspective you know they they get involved sure. in um, disputes about blocking or banning or legal issues. I'm primarily a content editor, 
and I'm right. not an administrator. And when I try to talk to other <laughs> academics, for example, about getting involved in Wikipedia, one of the things I say that's so wonderful about it is that you can teach people to write and do research, that it gives young people an opportunity to get in contact with people all over the world and with people at all sorts of skill levels to develop these ideas. Uh, these skills of reading, writing, doing research that they might not have an opportunity to do in their own schools. And so for me, that's a huge benefit of Wikipedia to people that are very young. And that is, is often very divorced from a lot of the very sort of controversial, drama-ridden. <laughs> I was the kind of nerdy kid who would while away the hours uh, on a rainy day, you know, reading through the, re reading through the encyclopedia. Sadly, all too often, maybe on a sunny day. And if you had said to me that, you know, 30 years from now, there'd be technology where, you know, absolutely, you know, you could be sitting at your desk and writing the encyclopedia. I mean, I would have been overjoyed. I can imagine that it would have been something I very much would have enjoyed doing. I probably would have spent a fair amount of time at it. I probably would have made some of the common mistakes that our younger editors make. And there are certain traps that the younger people sometimes fall into that we should try to anticipate. And I've drafted and I hope to post in the next week or two a page of, you know, guidance for the guidance for, you know, potentially the younger editors, you know, starting with the things we've discussed, like don't put your phone number, um, don't uh, don't take email from strangers. But, you know, moving moving on from there to, you know, you know, write about things you know, write about things you enjoy, you know, get into the habits of using good referencing don't nominate something for deletion because you know I never heard of it without checking. Yeah, I mean, actually, I think that the, this point raises uh, the issue that there are different parts of Wikipedia that have different dangers, essentially, for young editors. So, you know, you could get in trouble by plagiarizing an article in content work. That's a totally different um, sort of trouble that you can get into by being an administrator, really. It's a totally different kind of issue. And I think by totalizing the question and saying, well, is Wikipedia good for young editors is not actually very helpful. Um, it helps to break it down and say, well, you know, what kind of actions are we doing in this part of Wikipedia? And what kinds of actions are we doing in this other part? And what are those helpful or harmful? And, and, and how can we make them more accessible and safe for young editors? I wanted to just point out that one thing very important for young people to bear in mind is that Wikipedia, more so than any other website I've seen, is the kind of place where a couple of odd pieces of information that normally wouldn't get noticed or picked up might really get assembled to try to figure out your identity, especially if you join the admin core. I don't think that they, for the average high school student writing an article, that that's really going to be a serious concern. But if somebody says, you know, I think I've got the maturity for administratorship, I think I could do it, and you get that bit, there are some people who just don't like Wikipedia, who who might comb through your contributions, who might come through the web to see what they could correlate with it, and things you didn't necessarily would identify to yourself could be pieced together. And that's a special concern for Wikipedia as a website, I think more so than any other site I've visited. Well, if I, if I may just uh, say something. When I, of course, I'm a minor, and when I joined Wikipedia, my intention was to write about something I'm interested in, which are tropical cyclones. And so for six or eight months, 
that's all I did. And I stayed away from the meta discussions and the administrative duties of Wikipedia. And I just wrote articles. And I ended up with 10 or 15 featured articles. And then eventually I became involved with, you know, AFD and AIV. And then I became an administrator. And after I became an administrator, my content work did level out somewhat. And then I just became involved in ANI and, you know, and I became very active with the administrative stuff. And then so at that point, I started to think that, you know, maybe it wasn't such a good idea to pass RFA and to become so well known on Wiki because, you know, I have experienced a lot of issues with my age, specifically, you know, with regard to some off Wiki criticism forums and just general issues that have compromised my security at times. So I think it is important to avoid disclosing your age if you are underaged. And, you know, unless there's a good reason not to. So do you think, Julian, that perhaps that there is cause... Excuse me. Um, I'm, I hate to break in here, but I had promised private musings that I would read off his comment next. Okay. Uh, so please hold on to that thought. Uh, Private Music said, Aweta mentioned how good Wikipedia is at getting people in contact with each other around the world. And he adds, generally speaking, the collaboration of kids and adults is regulated for the protection of children. There are broad issues, inappropriate language, inappropriate topics, inappropriate behavior, etc. So if someone wants to pick up on that, please do. Otherwise, well, it's worth noting he continued with, having a huge collaborative project like Wikipedia without any responsibility or regulation is undesirable and unsustainable, in my view. Wikipedia is the encyclopedia of everything. Kids should only really be involved in two of those topics. Oh, yeah. I th thanks for reading off the, the rest. I think there's another um, line that you missed. Wikipedia of tropical cyclones, small insects, and sexual fetuses. And yeah, kids should only be really involved in two of those topics. This raises the question. The question that's being raised here is the fact that Wikipedia includes explicit content, and the younger editors can, you know, have the, or have the ability to, you know, edit that content as much as they do any other content, and certainly to read it. I don't know if there's a lot of evidence that we have a lot of younger editors who are actually editing that content. But it raises a whole, you know, host of issues about, you know, whether there's any, any, uh, you know, change we should make in our policies in that area. The community, the Wikipedia community, when there have been uh, discussions about this issue, the consensus of the community, we have a fairly libertarian community. Sometimes, sometimes, in my opinion, rightly so. Sometimes, in my opinion, much so. And I think the consensus of the community thus far has been not to make any change in in our in our policies in that area leaving I, I have no particular comment one way or the other on whether that's a good thing or not well i mean it's worth there noting was that a discussion that was up a couple of years ago uh, about how explicit the illustration should be for let's say private parts of the human anatomy and one of the participants in um in, in that discussion said that she was a mother of a teenage girl and she would much rather have her daughter be able to look up an encyclopedia article 
at to to satisfy her curiosity in in that department than to actually have to ask a man to show her. So I think that there's a lot of parental discretion in there, and not every parent makes the same decision. We are not in loco parentis at, at Wikipedia. And, and I think it's a definitely a sensitive area, but it's also one where it's very important for the actual parents to be involved and to make their own decisions. Well, I mean, I'm an admin on EnWiki and on Commons, and I often deal with, you know, sexually explicit images and content, you know, looking for violations and vandalism for spam. And, you know, I agree with private musings that, you know, even though it doesn't bother me and I don't make a big deal out of it, I think it might not be the ideal scenario. Well, again, that goes back to my question, my comment earlier that, you know, administrators are chosen for, you know, good judgment and for, you know, deciding what, uh, for example, I don't do image work because I don't have the technical capabilities for it. I have the ability, I, I could say uh, tomorrow I'm going to look at the copyright status of a hundred images and, and deal with them. And it's just not something I get involved with because it's not an area I've chosen to get involved with. If a younger administrator says, you know what, I don't feel comfortable dealing with these explicit images or it's going to cause controversy if I, who am known to be a younger person, start, you know, evaluating these explicit images. So I'm just not going to, I'm going to leave them for somebody else to deal with. You know, there's certainly no, no administrator is required to take any action of really any kind. There are a thousand administrators on, on yeah, I agree that. how many on commons. And uh, if you're not comfortable dealing with an issue, it's not your job to deal with it. I think, um, I think commons brings, brings a different question into play. Um, Wikipedia, you're not dealing with a lot of um, extremely explicit stuff all the time. I mean, there's, there's such a vast amount of changes to the English Wikipedia that that is not one of the number one things that's going to usually come up. Now, in Commons, you're going to deal with that a hell of a lot of the time. It's a picture uploading site. Uh, well, not necessarily. I, I, I mean, I've, I've been an administrator for nearly two years on Commons, and I seldom come face-to-face -face with that. Certainly, if I chose to, I could. Well, it's um, like any other wiki where, you know, there are different areas, and you can mainly focus on content or mainly focus on administrative areas, and then, <clears> and then you can avoid, you know, these things. Uh, private musings just said really though if a 13 year old is comfortable handling pictures of people having sex and if the community consensus is that it's okay for them to do so it's still wrong it would be a stronger project in my view if we developed stronger guidelines in this area if I may uh, jump in right here it's not so much an issue whether they can deal with this or not but even if we say alright 13 year old are not allowed to deal with this kind of material, they're still going to be able to see it, and there's no way we can put a filter on this <laughs> IP is used by mostly 13-year-olds, so we're going to filter out all the porn, or all the sexually explicit material. Right. Being, the devil's, being a devil's advocate here, though being an administrator on Commons gets you a lot more access to stuff that has been deleted. So while, I mean... I'm just being the devil's advocate here. I mean, I'm not saying that necessarily a kid's going to go up and it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go look through all the deleted 
uh, images, but they that gives them access to uh, get a lot more access to stuff um, that's more inappropriate even than some of the stuff that's actually just current and online. It may not matter at all if it's right or wrong or the gray area in between, but it may matter what people think of the Wikimedia Foundation and its projects for allowing people who are 10, 11, 12, 13, uh, looking at explicit images of sex and doing whatever they want with them. I mean, that may be more of an issue. Well, there's no way to stop anybody. If an 11-year-old has the opportunity to look at that kind of thing, I've got more worries about the parents. That's one very valid observation. Another is that there's no way, you know, we can't, at least not with any technology I know, you know, check user users automatically by age and tailor the content accordingly. I mean, there are plenty of there are plenty of pictures. I mean, frankly, I think that in general, Commons just has you know far more of certain types of pictures. Sure. Than I mean, just let me again. I want to play devil's and, advocate as well. You know, Wikipedia could make the decision not to have any of those kinds of images. We and certainly a decision could be made without losing much educational value to have a lot fewer of certain types of yeah. images. But but that is you know. Do we allow? Do we make that decision based primarily? The, the community is going to say we need to make that decision based on encyclopedic com- uh, completeness. And the other thing we have to remember, and I say this time and again in, in all kinds of discussions, is that Wikipedia is just one portion of the internet. If a, if a child is going, if, 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 I shouldn't say it. If a if a person of any age is go, is looking for certain types of pictures and they can't find them on Wikipedia, they may try to find them. On some, you know, somewhere else. Yeah, on but the other hand, people just to to be the other side of the argument. That doesn't sure. mean we have to be the ones providing them. Well, that's absolutely true. Right. Um, that's absolutely especially true. when we're the top Google hit for a lot of things. Private Musings um, has a rebuttal. He says the rebuttal to Durova's point is that Wikipedia, as Brad and others have mentioned, actually makes itself attractive to underage users. Plus, it's desirable to be reposable. Responsible. Responsible. I, I haven't seen any, you know, advertisements uh, for Wikipedia on Saturday morning cartoon shows. I mean, I'm not sure what makes Wikipedia attractive to one age group audience versus another. Well, I guess the I guess the argument would be, and this is actually something I haven't thought about till just now, but if a parent has set parental controls on the computer so that you know certain types of sites can be accessed. I assume that Wikipedia is generally considered a, a G-rated site and could bypass the controls. So, in that respect, I suppose a younger a younger person could get access to certain types of images that he or she. That, that's actually very true. You know, a lot of like public libraries and and school, public and any kind of schools have extremely comprehensive lists of websites that have you know any kind of inappropriate material because sometimes you have very young children on those machines. And Commons is never on there that I'm aware of, simply because. It's not possible to differentiate between the encyclopedic images and the ones that are inappropriate. And it, it's been brought up that maybe we should be categorizing these images that are sexually explicit, you know, to make it easier but, for people to, again, to protect. Inappropriate. Inappropriate is a uh, sexually explicit is then. a culturally specific term. I mean, yes, so sexually, sexually explicit at an American beach is. Well, mm-hmm. what's what's inappropriate at an American uh, beachside resort is very different from what's inappropriate at the French. So, so we would need a guideline. You will see more there, Sorry, yeah. and you'll see considerably less at an Egyptian beach. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a global project. 
Right. Uh, there are certainly things that I, I roll my eyes and I wonder why we allow. But if I went out of my way on on that, on, on some notion that uh, it's my responsibility to protect other people's kids from things that their parents might not mind them seeing, I don't think I'd get much of anything else done. What we would be doing is uh, enabling institutions and parents to to protect their uh, to protect children from this kind of material because right now there really isn't any kind of a technical tool to hide that material without completely blocking images on Wikipedia. I shout out in the chat. Let me read off this comment. She said, "Well, I believe that generally underage users should be allowed to edit said images if they have proved an above average level of maturity right, through right. edits." No. I'm just also, talking about Wikipedia, categorizing them. Really, it's not underage users. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's really not underage users' parents. It's really not completely our job to protect these users. Sure, we should attempt to protect underage users from said images. However, it is the parent's responsibility to monitor their child's usage. Right. I'm just talking about categorizing them so that if a parent were to install like filtering software, or if a library uh, were to have filtering software, they'd be. I'm not saying that we should be. You know censoring oh, yes. these images ourselves or anything like that. I was thinking but, something along the lines of what you were saying. Um, I was thinking of, I don't know if this is technically, po- well, I, I would think it, it, it would be possible to, to make it happen, but of course this, what I'm about to say, isn't foolproof. You have the choice of putting in this or not. But if you were to, when you first visit the site, or I don't know, it might be a little bit of a pain in the ass for some people, but if it has something like, what is your age? And you could just choose an age group. Now, you might not get everyone to actually choose the right age group, but you at least get some people to choose the right age group. But then again, people will just lie on the entire thing. Yes, but I mean, a lot of children children will probably put the real age in just because kids aren't going to think about it. A lot of children may find the real, put their real age in. And on the other hand, a lot of children or a lot of young teenagers may say, hmm, what are they trying to protect me from? I came to Wikipedia to read about George Washington, but it sounds like there might be something else interesting while I'm here. Uh, I'm not true, sure we want to true. make everyone who accesses this site. <laughs> well, or at least commons. I'm I'm trying to think of of something that would just lightly, lightly take away some of the percentage of um, underage, inappropriate image well, viewing. If that's well, how you want to. Can I say type. two things for one? One is eyeshadow put up. Regarding the searching comments for specific images, it's obvious if one enters something to the extent of oral sex and masturbation, of course, etc. And now we've made the program inappropriate. Everyone under age has to sign off. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a question within your expertise before we get too far away from it. Somebody mentioned the possibility of categorizing certain types of images for appropriateness to aid the filters, and I've heard a similar argument made against proposals to tag warnings on certain types of uh, articles on NWiki that if you attempted to go down that path under U.S. law, if you tried it and you didn't do it completely, it could actually open up the door to to lawsuits that might gain some traction, and uh, you would know better than I would how, how valid that kind of thing is. Uh, is it possible to distinguish, well, this kind of stuff 
you know, is, is it possible to do that on a convenience level or, or as a service without opening the doors to, well, what if we get it wrong? Look, lawyers. There, there are there are a lot of lawyers uh, in the in the country right now, many of whom are underemployed, and I'm not going to guarantee that some somebody won't bring any lawsuit about any topic at, at any time. It's it's what we do. In terms of, for example, when people talk about Section 230, I don't know of any case which says you have more liability for trying to improve standards and doing it not quite completely than if you don't make the effort at, at all. So I don't know, you know, unless unless we, you know, affirmatively advertised, you know, no images of a certain type would ever be available to people under, you know, we're, we're never going to make that kind of a guarantee, that kind of a promise. So if the decision were made editorially to make that kind of effort, I don't see it opening any legal risks. Having said that, I don't think the community is going to make that, going to make that decision. I could make a very strong argument that it should. Uh, I could make uh, I could make an argument uh, against it, but I could make an argument for it. And I think Private Musings on the site has made some of the arguments very very cogently. But I think the community, for better or for worse, and one could certainly argue it's for worse. I think the community on English has rejected them, and I think the community on Commons has overwhelmingly rejected them. So unless this is going to be you know enforced uh, by decree at the foundation level. I think this is kind of a theoretical discussion, again, whether or not that's a, a good thing. I think that's where we are. Back to the parental responsibility thing for a minute. It's kind of a society-accepted thing that not all parents are going to want to watch their children 24-7. We're not going to be able to stop and, parents from... And, and, many children, and many children would prefer not to be watched and take affirmative efforts to thwart the watching. But the idea, but the idea is, um, you're not going to get. What even if, if you actually try to limit this? I mean, outside of the not censored stuff, and also we have the personality rights warning. I mean, tag on commons that often defines it. If we could expand that thing scope a bit, it would work. It would it would actually work. I mean, if we could for the category part, I know the ta the tag itself is actually a. Um, a thing that would try um try it. I mean, it's again, like you said, it's all theoretical. Okay, let me uh, just quote someone who uh, said something in the channel. It's an administrator. They said that they weren't certain whether or not their parents uh, would necessarily approve of what they were looking at on Wiki during the course of their work on the site, and that that brings a thought to me about we should not be going against the parents' wishes. So if like. I mean, as much as we can't necessarily enforce the parents' wishes, we shouldn't be trying to help the um, other person go against them. We shouldn't thwart, if you see what I'm saying. Well, where does that lead to? A 17-year-old running for running for RFA needs a permission slip? <laughs> no, no, not... Where, not where that but we can't, well, be, see, no. we, we can't abide by every single parent's wishes in the world. There'd be no way to do that. They all contradict each other. It's impossible. I mean, True. one could one could try to make you know one could try to do things that that you know the average parent or the reasonable parent would want protection from. But again, technically, it's very difficult to protect younger people without uh, you know blocking content from everybody, which may or may not be desirable in certain cases, particularly extreme cases. But but you know anything we do is going to have limitations. I just wanted to bring up something I just posted. 
one further one further concern of mine the, the fact that even in wiki decided to make a large attempt at protecting underage users we really have no idea of finding out who is underage and who is not wiki registration does not require name date of birth or even email therefore self-admitted underage users how are we supposed to tell them from overage that's a very good point there's another solution that really hasn't been pursued seriously, but would be quite feasible for parents and schools and whatnot who who want a, let's say, family-friendly solution. It would be to create a forking project that imports, you know, all the articles about vice presidents and elephants and all those good th encyclopedic clean things without, let's face it, we have biographies of people who have worked in adult entertainment and, and other things that the average parent probably doesn't want their 11-year-old to be reading about. And uh, if somebody wants to create that project, it's all copy left. You can create family-friendly version of Wikipedia. I mean, theoretically one can, but I mean, that's, that, you know, unless and until, you know, the cost of servers come way down, you know, can running, I, can running, I just, running the servers call, I mean, we're in the middle of a, a fundraising program to raise, what, $10 million? Can, can I just do a bit of a, a pitch here? Uh, is that there does exist a Wikipedia for Schools selection. Uh, it's updated every year, and I will post the link with this episode uh, on the... So, Thank you. Can, might, might I make a comment? It seems that we are the most committed to the libertarian politics of having everything available. That's the thing that we are most committed to. We're not willing well, to compromise we... on that principle at all. Is, is, is that sort well, of it, what I seem to be hearing? It, it's not, it's it depends on what you mean by we. Yeah, I was about well, to the, say... The community, I, you know, what in I a sense, to... seems to say that. I mean, rather than, for example, making all the articles available with, say you know, all images taken out, and then you can select what kinds of images you want in, or, you know, you can select, I don't want all, you know, I don't want any articles that mention a particular, you know, topic or whatever. Like, we don't make these kinds of filters available. We don't, this is like, you know, this is really against a sort of libertarian ethos of making all of, you know, this information available to the world. We're not going to make that kind of filter available. That's not the kind of thing we want to do with Wiki. But that's more important to us than actually making sure particular information is available to communities of people where that kind of filter is important to them. And then they go and create other projects, of course, rather than work with well, us. Well, um, an interesting thing to bring up here is you have the Muhammad cartoons yeah. um, incident of a couple of years ago. OTRS even has a separate queue these days where every single day images, emails are sent saying, why do you have an image of Mohammed in the Mohammed article or the article about the cartoons? And we have a standard reply saying we're not censored. But well, there are hundreds of millions of Sunni Muslims in the world. And I'm surprised we don't even have an option for them to not view that. The slogan that Wikipedia is not censored, while I understand why it's employed, is among the least useful ways of advancing a discussion. Because what we say when we say Wikipedia is not censored 
is that we are not going, as I understand it, is that we are not going to limit our content by the arbitrary, uh, pursuant to arbitrary demands from constituencies outside the project. That doesn't mean that we don't have the right and the ability to make our own internal editorial decisions. And I'm not saying what they should be, but every time we delete an article, that's not blatant nonsense, but we say on balance this article, we're censoring information. The minute I, I'm an administrator, the minute I hit the delete button on any kind of remotely coherent article, Wikipedia has a scrap less information than it did a moment ago. We've made a decision, or I as an administrator empowered to make a decision, that the value of this particular piece of information to the encyclopedia is outweighed by other factors. Every time we omit even clearly truthful information because of a BLP privacy issue, let's say, we're making a value judgment that we could include this information. Legally, we could probably include this information. But the value of this information to the encyclopedia is outweighed by something else. The, you know, if we want to say we will never exclude information based on X criterion or Y criterion or Z criterion, then we're free to make that decision. In some respects, we have made that decision, but we've made it because it's our editorial judgment that the information warrants inclusion, not because we're resisting censorship per se. Uh, there's one th thing worth mentioning is that the there has been uh, one major outside attempt to create, shall we say, a censored alternative to Wikipedia, and that's coming out of China, where intermittently, but I think most of the time for the last couple of years, Wikipedia itself has been jammed. And they have their own um, national wiki, which, if I recall correctly, is one of the biggest licensing printers uh, upon Wikipedia itself. But there are many people in that country who believe that um, the Tiananmen Square massacre did not exist. I was uh, in college on a summer break when that happened, and it's a, a little bit how should I put it? It, it? It's a little bit disconcerting to think that perhaps some of the younger editors right now weren't born yet when that happened. But the dividing line between, you know, I think most people in the West would say, yes, that's the kind of thing that should not be censored, versus, well, what do we censor? It's, it, it kind of, if you want to just say it's, it's libertarian, the, the trouble is, where do you draw that line? Very difficult to do. Well, but we do draw some lines. I mean, and again, I'm not, I, I'm not taking a position one way or the other, but we draw lines all the time. Life is about drawing lines. Every time an administrator looks at something and says, you know, do I, do I delete this or not? He or she is drawing a line. Every time, uh, every time we decide whether an image is fair use or not, we're drawing a line. I mean, arguments merely based solely on it's impossible to draw the line are generally not the, the strongest arguments. Having said that, you know, everything is about, you know, cost-benefit. If we, if, if, if every time there, and, and someone looks at an image and says this image should be rated, you know, rate, you know, should be flagged as, you know, potentially, potentially, you know, in, in the highly explicit category, we're going to have to have the equivalent of an AFD debate about it. You know, it's going to... There, there are a million practical problems, but the, the mere fact that yeah. a line would have to be drawn by itself is not is not dispositive. 
Well, it, that that is a good point. Personally, I wouldn't necessarily be ob- object to if there if it's possible without you know without inordinate legal risk to create some sort of a categorization system or something like that. I, I wouldn't necessarily be against that. It's just from the other commitments that I've got, not something that I would myself likely prioritize very much in my own editing. Oh, well, there certainly is a lot more to to Wikipedia and, and younger people than simply the censorship issue. Let's see here. What other areas would people want to touch on, not to spend too much time um, off on, on one aspect of this? You had the RFC of New Users as well. We have the RFC, which people ought to look at on Wiki. Another question that's come up, which we're not going to have a chance to explore right now, which has been raised by our critics, I don't know that there's a lot to it, but it's been raised, is is editing, is editing Wikipedia addictive for some younger users? Uh, or put differently, as I as I put it, you know, is is your Wikipedia time eating into the time you'd be spending playing video games, or is it eating into the time you'd be spending reading books? Probably the latter. Or if probably the, the former, if, rather. If the former, I think it's great. If the latter, I'm not sure it's, you know, yeah, not not really for you. Let's, let's say for me, it prevented me from ever buying a, a video game set. I was quite content with the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There's um, a divide between um, internet and pre-internet culture that has been affecting a lot. I, what I've read more about is concerns on college campuses that students, which use you know places that used to have a very active student life, uh, people would, I think, Brad, you and I, when we were students, we would sit in the lounge until one in the morning, having debates over Pla- uh, Plato or whatever, with fellow students. Now that kind of interaction occurs online, and you know it's it's a bit disconcerting to the older generation. I, I I guess you and I count as the older generation of college administrators who kind of see that migration into the dorm room over to the computer screen, where this interaction is still occurring, but there are different angles to it. Um, well, and I'm not yeah. sure that it's necessarily a bad change. Wikipedia is a slice of the internet. The internet has revolutionized life in a lot of ways. Some good, some bad. We all know that. 